following program is brought to you in living color. Good morning. Good morning. Breaking up to a million pieces Like you always do Because every bad boy has a soft side <laughs> Just past the top of the hour at 15th Yes, 15th, that's 1-5, that's 2 times 7 Of March Already. 2021 It's Roy and Jimmy in the morning We are live I'm Roy Brewster. This stud right over here, this arms out wide, ready to give virtual hugs to everybody. Is mm. think I could, I, I can reach around for everybody here. No, I don't. Yeah, want to yeah, reach yeah, around. yeah. You can, you can. Here we go. Here we go. There's, do it. there's the hug right there, right there. You I am Jimmy Shaw. It is Roy it. Jimmy in the morning, right here on YouTube Live. It is the fifteenth, the Ides of March, at two Brute of I'm, the twenty twenty ones. Where my green a couple days early. <laughs> I see that. Come on, you, you like a good pinch, don't you? I like a good. Don't uh, you? I like good pinch. Is I like a, to be. I like to be pinched. Look at everybody. Everybody in the chat room there. There's my sister, OG Donna. Good morning. There's Mamacita. Hey, got to see Mamacita yesterday. You know why, Roy? One of them rare chances. The the uh, main lobster truck was in Rancho Cucamonga yesterday. Oh, was it? I've yeah. I've saw a lot of that. I, I see to. it when it's everywhere. Uh, it, it, it's a moral imperative, and I believe it's the law that I had to go oh. get my get my mom one. So we did a little uh, little late lunch lobster roll with Mama Sita, Andrew Yurkish. Good morning, buddy. Art Emery. Good morning, Art. And look at that. <laughs> I wish I had one tenth of your energy. Well, I'll tell you what. This is a rare day. Oh, it's rare. It's a rare day that I've got this much energy. Well, you know, we do. We have that energy. We're, we're energetic. That's why we're here in the morning. It's morning. It's, it's here time in the morning. to get up. It, it's early. We had a time change. It's going to be raining today. In fact, uh, Ranch Cucamonga has 48 degrees. Our high is only going to be 50 with scattered showers throughout the day. I was a little unhappy last night because I was trying to build something in the driveway. Did it start? Yep. Oh, boy. Well, it was first a little misty. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, so what? No big deal. And then it started, and I'm looking around at the ground, and it's like, you you know, you get that asphalt smell when the rain's coming, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I'm yeah. like, oh, it's getting worse. And then I'm like, uh, and then it was bigger drops. I went, ah. Uh, and here it is. No. <laughs> no. No. Uh, so I didn't get to finish my project. Well, doggone it, Roy. What, what is wrong with you? you, you you're like the mailman. You got to chug on through. Oh, a zoom tight. Uh, bullshit. I don't care if Gazoon is tight or not. <laughs> Every well, time I know, hear Gazoon tight, I think a good zoo on, on, uh, the Flintstones. On, um, the, Flintstones. Is that, that, the, the great Gazoo? Yeah, the great Gazoo. Uh, that's when the Flintstones jump the shark. Oh, come on, please. They all jump the shark. Yeah. Fr- Fred and Wilma there. Although, if you can find a Gazoo mm-hmm. uh, episode, uh, record it. Like and keep it for prosperity. 
Because it probably won't be a few weeks till they find out that fucker's taken out of our childhood too. Just saying. <laughs> we all. Are I don't know. He's got a big head. People well, might be I, hurt. I'll, I'll give you my take on that real quick. Is uh, if that's the case, then we all need to be canceled. What's that? <laughs> I said if that's the case, then my, my take on this for uh, one shot on it is uh, we all should be canceled. Then. Oh my god. Because we are we are bad people, bad people. You know, we have a fun show today, though. We have uh, the lovely and talented Nina Yasik joining us in the 8 o'clock hour. She is an actress, a performer, and uh, the director of the upcoming movie we're in. Yes, director-type people. That way we can kind of prove we're actually in a movie, all the bullshit we're talking. Well, and here's the other thing of that. Yes. Um... I'm a little worried. About what? What, what? what is your concern, Mr. Roy? You're if on the phone. she finds out who the real us is, yeah, we might be in for some trouble. Uh, you know what? At this point in the movie, I, it doesn't, I really don't care. <laughs> Keep us or don't. Should be calling Drew going, hey, you know what these guys are really about? I mean, I'm a, I'm a director. I understand how this shit works. Yeah. Do you realize I can't put together a sentence? <laughs> Didn't have a thought. He's right, wearing a big right. old green shirt today. I mean, what the hell? Right. Ah, uh, but I don't know. Nina, actually, I enjoy Nina. That sounds weird. Well, you know, um, it, um, it, it, Nina makes it seem like we're actually in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I like Nina a lot. Look at um, it. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Switch it up here. I'm doing tea. Oh, that's had, weird. I haven't had coffee in a week. Why? The old, the old, the old ah, stomach, got the stomach thing again. You know that a couple of years ago I had that what they call it a gurge situation. Yeah, where I had to take it down to oatmeal and porridge and crackers and shit, and all of a sudden it's just like, you know, I knew that feeling was coming. You know, you have that thing once, and then you got to get paranoid, and you don't want to be a hypochondriac about it. But you know, you're like, what was that? Who that? What was that? Yeah, son of a bitch! It crept up and hit me big time, dude. Oh my god! I'm like, okay, well, so now I've dropped some pounds. I haven't had coffee, barely smoking. I'm like, okay, what do you? I hate being healthy. I hate it, dude. Dude, um, mm. you know you're eating old man food. Do you squash up your peas before you eat them? I would like to now, yes. <laughs> but you know, I did have a cheat. I did cheat. Uh, I did have a, a lobster roll yesterday. <laughs> I said, well, you know, if you're going to go out, go out good. Yeah, damn right you did. Go out big. Tony Valdez, there we go. Good morning. Cloudy and 53 in, what? what is that? C19OC. C19OC. You were just in Tucson, too, you little traveler. I know it wasn't for the best trip in the world, but I wonder if he saw the snow that was in Tucson. I'm a traveling man. Make hey, Tony Valdez, that man gets around. All over the world. Here we go. Uh, there's our... Uh, there's an Ohio uh, weather update. Partly cloudy, high of 43. Rain expected. Look, we're all on an even plane, it seems. I don't know why after I sang Traveling Man while trailers for sale of it. You, sir, are the mashup guy. Rooms to rent, 50 cents. And uh, so how's your week? What 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 has the the, Roy, the, the, the Master Brewster been up to? Well, Brewster I don't know about the, the Master Brewster, but the Master Bader been busy. Oh. <laughs> um, that reminds me of the toy, remember? Master Bates. <laughs> yes. Flakes and Bisbee. Yes. I've been to Bisbee. Bisbee, Arizona. It's supposed to be uh, kind of a old-towny, western town like uh, to- Tombstone. That kind of uh, 
era. It's been around that long. Very hilly. It's like that one spot in Arizona is super hilly. It's almost a San Francisco hilly thing in about a three-city block. Hmm. Yeah, it was interesting. A little history. Yeah. A little history there, Roy. I love going to Tombstone. Well, Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday, the Birdcage Theater. Oh, baby. Testosterone right there. Mm. You know, you ever think about old Western days? And my my big thing that hits me sometimes, maybe you got the thing, because you know how I am with stars. That one's probably got a stank on them. Yeah. You imagine how people used to stink back then? Yeah, see, my whole thing is uh, I, I, I see that error, Roy, and I think of hygiene. Yeah. Like, like right now, I may not feel the 100% cleanliness, but I have all of the modern technology to make that happen. Right. So if I feel a little, you know, uncomfortable in areas, I go take care of it. Well, they, go check they, it out. They, they, they would, that, that's really when they would do, like, Saturday was bath night. <laughs> <laughs> right. Bring your friends. <laughs> and then they would, and if Saturday's bath night, we're going to get all cleaned up and spruced up, and we're going to go over and get us a hooker at the saloon. That's pretty yeah. much how it went. Yeah, the and I think house. a couple different things. The Brewster, one, house, the Brewster house has hot water. Everybody, come on. <laughs> right. The one is I can't, w- working like I do mm-hmm. from home, seeing customers be, you know, this way and and not being real physical like cowboy out in the middle. No AC. Right. Please. Riding a horse. Right. 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 You know, getting some swamp butt, that kind of thing. Um. If I went from Saturday to Saturday before I showered, <sighs> brutal. It would be a problem. Right. Now, put all those other in there. I'm riding a horse, digging ditches, shooting bad guys, drinking beers, banging Miss Kitty, rolling around. And I don't get cleaned up. Dirt. Ew. Well, you know, back then that was probably a, a sign of virility. Oh. The more the more manly you were. You know, if you were the uptight wearing your little ties, and I think the right. only ones who did that were morticians, where they're just a little more stuffy. But you come in, you come in from the plains. You've got five days on your horse from Colorado into Tombstone. You know, oh look at that man, look at that guy. I mean, you ride through Brisby, and everyone's go, "Ooh, I smell them come through." That was people. People had some stank on them. They went, "That, that smelled like a man right there." And did they have toothbrushes? I gotta ask Don. <laughs> Don't ask Don. <laughs> you just have them George Washington teeth where they just put, you know, like a donkey tooth here. Yeah. One from a Chihuahua. Yeah. Ah, gross. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it seems like fun, guys, but I don't think so. Imagine with the hookers in the saloon. And look at uh, Tony. I'm glad. Did you have to do that when you went through Bisbee? Huh. Turn in your guns, get your spurs. Give you a give you a cloth for your hygiene. And move along, it. sir. Move along, Valdez. Kid Kid Valdez. What was it? What would be his gunslinger name? The storm. Storms are coming. Oh, I did see something um, that I know we we were supposed to talk about our weekends right then, huh? We we talk about anything. Huh. Um, this weekend, what I do? La uh, la 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 la. That's a lovely. Uh, thing oh, I right. went to. Um, I had a gift card. Yes. For Sportsman's Warehouse that I didn't know what I wanted to buy. What would you get these days, Roy? From I don't know. Sport- and what does Sportsman's Warehouse specialize in? What do they They're have? They're kind of like uh, Bass Pro Shop. Okay. All right. 
More, but more smaller man- here. I guess they have bigger stores elsewhere, but here they're pretty small. So basically, Bass Pro Shop would be basically Bisbee with Axe Cologne. Yeah, there you go. Manly shit. So they said, uh, so I'm like, what do I want? And I, I decided for me, for you, it would personally. be my new, it would be my, because I had a, I had a cheaper pocket watch. I mean, a uh, pocket knife. Mm-hmm. Now I upgraded. It was like, you know, like a $20 or $15. Just got to have in your pocket. You know, you never know when you're going to need to need it to whittle something. Yeah. Because whittling is, is a, unheralded a skill that people don't have anymore right either whittling or you, you got to shank a bitch you don't know you got to cut a bitch or you know you got to sit on the porch what so on the porch i decided i wanted myself a new kershaw Ooh, oh baby ready 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 with the spring action oh it didn't spring i actually felt the air right oh oh Oh, you couldn't see it because I'd hold it up high enough. I'll hold it up higher. Oh. Oh, shit. Like I said, I, I virtually felt the air, the wind break right by my ear. So I went down to the Sportsman's Warehouse. Um, so you saw the card and you said, you know what I need? This this is pocket knife day finally, baby. Well, you know what? It wasn't. It took me um, a couple weeks to decide what I wanted to do with it. Uh-huh. Um, so I finally decided, yeah, that's all right. I was looking at fishing stuff, and I was looking at some um, little things, and I don't know what I wanted. And then I said, you know what? I want a good, good knife. Right. Uh, intimidating, if you will. So I put, and, I, and you can put this, you can make it tip up or tip down in your pocket. You could adjust it either way, you know. That sounds like high school. Tip up, tip down. Just put your so, peachy um, folder in front. Did that, went into... Uh, Oh, went and picked up the wheels for the truck. Yes, sir. And? Um, like it. Yeah. Like it a lot. Good ride. Good look. Uh, the ride got better. I don't have to hear Don go, Jesus, criminy every time I hit go in and out of a driveway. With the old tires. Yeah, especially if yes. I do it a little sideways. Um, sidewall's a little stiff on those. These were a little softer. Got rid of a little shimmy. Um, raised the truck just over an inch. Mm, manly and uh, anytime you get a, anytime you get an angry inch, you take it. Oh, you have to. Um, and, and you know what? You, you take that angry inch, Roy, with some turmeric tea. Mm. Here's to you, so ladies. Put that on. Picked up Don's car. Finally, a full motorized home. Yeah, picked it up. It's got to go back. <laughs> What'd they forget? No, uh, I found a little scratch. Little dent, so I just got to go back. Got to figure that out. And your and your truck is the uh, remedy. Uh, no, we're going to re- remedy that okay. coming up. I've got a molding coming for it, so when that comes, we'll do that. Gotcha, gotcha. And then um, uh, what I was building last night is some patio furniture. <laughs> because um, got tired of our old shit looking like crap. There you go. It really looked bad. Man, you were you were just spilling over with, with uh, manly stuff this week. And that's how I, was, I built a table and two chairs. Jesus Christ. And then it was too we got too wet and had to stuff everything in the garage. So now I have I have to build uh let's see, two, four, six. I got four more chairs to build. Two of them are swivelies and an umbrella. It's one of those ones that go and then you crank down and put away. 
It's got yeah. solar lights in it at nighttime, so it lights up inside. Now, are you are you using any plans for these furniture, or are you just eyeballing it? Just saying, I, you did, know, I, I can make a chair. No, I did look at the plans real uh-huh. quick just to make sure. Um, and went, yeah, you just bolt them together. So that's it. Damn, Roy. So, um, you know, I got to think, why does, why is it that furniture and all these manufacturers decide it necessary hmm. to use hex bolts or Allen bolts in everything? You know, I think for the initial, for the layman who, do, who, who doesn't do this, the Ikea buyer, I believe it applies more torque. More contacts to say a screwdriver. What are you What are you looking for? You You saying there's no more Phillips head flatheads? Instead, there's these. How about How about How about a hex head? Like a, I mean, how about a bolt head? Well, yeah. Right, 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 right down. I mean, on the table it had that's what it used, and all the chairs they're all little. Uh, right. Uh, that, that, you don't. You, how many of those uh, Allen wrenches do you have? From all four hundred and thirty-seven thousand <laughs> at least. Yes, and then when you need one, you can't find it. But I've got yeah. a shit ton of those. So I got to finish that up. I got to get the wheels cleaned up so I could sell those. Yes, sir. I got to get a deal on that stuff. Oh, uh, God. I got to get the boat over here. You got to get the boat over here because you need I, to take the boat up to the, uh, the, the what do you call that thing? A crank? Yeah, I got to take it up to the, get it to the gantry. The gantry. That's right. Yeah. Want to see my gantry? I got two more planters to build. Jesus. Honestly, at the time, I at the moment, I don't know why I'm even speaking to you. I should mm-hmm. be outside working. If, if you were on the clock, yeah, I believe this is a long, long lunch. So, um, but this weekend, uh, the two chairs I'm happy with. I had to rip down the old gazebo because it, you know, broke in the wind. The wind jacked that thing up. So, uh, and the dog apparently, um, when I was taking out the old gazebo, it's got in each corner. It had um, two like redheads into the into the into the ground. Right. You know, so when I took it off, they're all sticking up on the patio. So you got to break those off, you know, so it's flat and then, and then cover it with a little, whatever you're going to cover it with, make sure there's no hole. Mm-hmm. So, um, I go out there and I have my chisel, you know, it, it's, I have a chisel. It's got a big rubber handle on it. My set has punches and chisels. They have a rubber handle. You can hold it and they, bow, bow. so I'm out there working on one. I got them on the ground. I'm out there working on the one on the far corner. Mm-hmm. And I get up, fucking Gunner decides <laughs> Gunner. decides it's a uh a, a little uh new chew toy. Oh Jesus. All right. I look over there, he's got my chisel in his face. <laughs> wagging his freaking head and tail. He, he wanted to help you out. He's right. And I'm not, gonna get I mean, this in right just here. Have it in his face. He wanted me to play with him. Well, I didn't realize since I was working on this part. Well, the whole time I was doing it, he was just chewing the end off of the sumbitch. Just having a ball. God. Yeah, no shit, Blaney. I, I'm feeling pretty unworthy right now for my week. Mm. Oh, and I did have a check engine light come on in the truck. <sighs> of course you did. So what'd you do? You pull that in, you put your little scanner up on there, and you fixed that shit too, didn't you? Well, I was Saturday I was gonna, and then Saturday on the way home from picking up the wheels. Yeah. Went off. Of course it did. Yes. So now it leaves you that. Hmm, what was going on over there? So I'm gonna have to uh see what's in memory. Because it did it it did it last year about this time is crazy. It was yeah. a little later in the year because right before we went to Powell, mm-hmm. boom, check engine light. 
Oh, I don't need this shit now. We're going to go 12 hours pulling a boat. And then it went off. No problems. Right, right. So I think it's it's, it's how Jimmy used to get sick every year at the same time. Yes. That was I think it's it. my, I think that's my truck. Gotcha. It, it's its own little hiccup right there. Yeah. And, you know, I got to go see and, a lot of duck people this week. So I don't have a lot of time. So I'm going to have to be bundling up doing some burning midnight hour stuff in the driveway in the garage. Get this shit done. <laughs> And then you are whittling away at your, your new Adirondack chairs. Yeah. 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 You know what? Check engine light came on, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to soften that edge right here. Splinters. You know, splinters. <laughs> oh, I went over to Don's dad's house yesterday. He wasn't there. There you go. Best time. Um, yeah, it's not a loose gas cap. I don't have a gas cap, Art. It's a sealed system. No gas cap. Yeah. Or um, cars that way, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a EVAP code well it could be an evap code but it's not because of a loose gas cap so um and that's how they get you yeah that's how they get you so we went over there on the way home from patio stuff and pulled into oh i did get to use the bed rails that i that don bought me that i put on right um got to use them a couple times there you go money well really really a fan like a big fan like ah yeah, if you don't, you don't ever have them. It's no big deal. Once yeah. you have it, and then don't, you're just like, like my my uh, yellow my the, the yellow truck we crashed about ten years ago came with them, and I'm like, oh, this is fancy. And then the next one I got didn't have them, and immediately had to put them on. Yeah, just for that, a little extra, a little extra step up. Well, I got those. I got mine. You can't see. They're the ones that go on inside of the rail with the little slides. You go. Oh, you're talking in the bed. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about steps. My bad. That's right. I saw that. My bad. Oh, but I did put ste- I did put the steps on a few weeks ago, right before a tree yes. fell on it. Right, right, right. So um I did that. Oh, we went over there and I built a, a wood rack. The carrier at home when it, you know, for all the wood we got outside. If I see you at the corner selling chairs, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you got oranges on one side, you got chairs across the street that you Oh, so now authentic Americana chairs. So now, so now on his porch is a firewood rack, like eight feet long, um, or six feet. I can't remember. Anyway, doesn't matter. And uh, he didn't even know it's there. So he's got a whole bed full of wood that he picked up from here. He's had for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and it's in his garage, and. He's probably going to go, hey, when are we going to build that thing? I'm like, hey, it's on the porch. I did it like three weeks ago. <laughs> gotcha. Because he's got one of those, you know, he didn't go in and out the front door. He does the side door. You had a house like that before, you know. Oh, yeah. No, back door, it, side door. I, yeah. My first house, I never used that front door. Yeah, we don't use the front door here very often either. Yeah. In the garage. Only when people come door. over. Right. Yeah. Fancy. Yeah, so, so then I build that little wood rack over there, too. Jesus so Christ. Busy this week. I don't know about you guys, but man. Not worthy at all. Um, so I'm gonna have to <sighs> do that stuff. Do the do the weeknight things. I had um started doing a walking around my little neighborhood here. Oh, you good know, boy. plus with the helps with the air release, plus a little exercise. You know, Jimmy need to get out. And then I ran across our buddy uh, Blaine Blaine Humbles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, and then he says he texts us and says I look like a homeless person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The thing is, my sweatpants on, a hoodie just like this, and a hat. And I'm like, why do I need to look good? I'm just walking. Because you run into Blaine. 
and, and run into fashionista Blaine as we right, found out last right, week. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. you never know. You never know. So yeah, button it up, people. Come on. That's that's why I always have to have clean underwear. Never know get run into. Never not clean underwear. Always clean tones. <laughs> yeah, always, always clean. Had a boy. You got to have always your standards. Clean. Yeah, learned that one from my mama. Did you keep that clean underwear on you, son of a bitch? What was it? What was it? Bill Cosby's old skit was that the one they got clean underwear? What difference is it on any accident? They're not going to be clean anymore. Exactly. Yeah. They ain't clean now. No one to know the difference. They were clean when I started it. I had a um, a friend of mine, um, Randy Parr's um, first wife. Mm-hmm. We were in Arizona. She said she did. Um, what do you call that? Like volunteer at the hospital way back okay. then. And she said, I want to know why when anyone's in an accident, any accident, like a big traumatic accident, and I'm sure there's a reason, but they would come into the emergency room and they would cut off their, they would take their shirt off and they'd always cut their pants off right in the crotch. <laughs> right. <laughs> with the scissors, lay that shit out there. What? What? You know, put <laughs> your head on your head. shit out there. Hello? Hello? Hey! Hey. It up. I, I understand. In fact, you, you just caught me on one of those effort. I'm going to, I'm going to go out and walk. Right. Not thinking I'm it's mid afternoon. Everyone should be at work and son of a bitch. There was Blaine. <laughs> like, uh, I, I will tighten it up. <laughs> we'll tighten it up. There, yeah, you never know. Yeah. You never know. Cause you never know. Yeah. Don gets me on that. Sometimes I'll be like, that's eh, good. You know, I'm pretty Pretty good. I'm clean. Uh, I mean, Ariana, my clothes are clean. Everything's clean. Me. Ariana will get me while we're here doing nothing. Yeah. You, you wearing that? Yeah. See, I get, I get that too. And she's like, well, and I said, well, we're not going anywhere. She goes, well, you don't, for me, you won't just look presentable. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean I'm presentable? I already did presentable. I locked you in. Ah, now, now scratch my butt. Get that, get that scratch right back here. E. <laughs> it's in the vows. You must scratch my butt now. Ew. I need What's... to hook. You know, I, I wanted to talk about this, and I am oh. not prepared to talk about this. But I want you to talk. That's the best time to but talk. See, about I, it. I, I want to talk about it, and then just before I say it, I realized I could be better prepped for it. No, 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 no. That's better. That's the beauty of Roy and Jimmy in the morning. Yeah. But it's it's very uh, it's very audible. We we picked up an uh, an echo, an Amazon echo. Oh, I thought you meant hello, hello, hello. <laughs> but and it never really wanted one. It's like eh. But uh, my brother in law found this deal where they're these smart plugs. You use a coupon code. They're normally like twenty five bucks for a set of four. This coupon you get them for like eight dollars. So I'm like, well, that's a great deal. And then I just let it go. What? Hold on a minute. What? Okay. Smart plugs. Yeah. Okay. There's like a four pack for a certain brand and they go about $22, $25. Right. But with a coupon code from this lady on Facebook, she has a coupon code page apparently that my brother-in-law posted. If you use that code, you can get them for $8 for a four pack. All right. And me, I'm going, wow, that is a great deal. I'm like, but for someone else. Right. If you're into that. I just let it go. I'm on my computer. I'm just doing my shit on a, mo- a Sunday morning. Ariana's up about half hour. Did you see that deal? Getting two packs now. They're on their way. And an echo. <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> so 
I got about four. And then I'm using the shit out of them because you never, you know, you don't think about it till you got it. And then you're like, well, what can I do with it? And I'm like turning the lights on I'm over at mom's yesterday. Turn the living room lights on. Boom. Home. They're on. It's like, okay, I can see the handiness of all this. But the, the I've been having fun with Alexa. You know, Alexa, play a fart. Oh, those are so funny. Oh, my God. I went days. Here's fucking laughing on that. Here's long, juicy. Yes. Would you like to hear a long, juicy one? Right. Oh, my God. So funny. Yeah, exactly. Eight bucks. By the time I used it, the coupon was only got it down to 11. But still, we're talking over half half price on these Alexas. I remember it was Christmas last year. I think it was. Mm -hmm. Um, um, Kylie ordered a... What do you what do you, what do you just say the the Google one? The who just said it? Their version, the Google yeah. Echo, the that, Google's yeah. version of it. Yeah, yeah. I um, call it Google Home, but yeah, Google Home. That's it. She ordered a Google one where you signed up with a music app, mm-hmm. and they give you a free one. Okay. And she signed up with the one, got a free one, and then after her thirty day trial was over, she got a free one. She canceled. Sure. And then everyone she knew was doing it. I think we've got one here somewhere. Um, the Hey Google. <laughs> I like to just say Alexa. Yeah. Alexa, what's my type? I try to, I try to, uh, Alexa, shut off the living room lights, shut off this one light. Alexa, what's the weather? Alexa, play a, uh, tell me a joke. And then I try to, uh, uh, Alexa, flush the toilet. She didn't go that far. What a bitch. Yeah, that would be awesome, right? Just wipe, just walk out. Alexa, flush that. Yay. You're gonna, we have I want we, full automation. We have Roombas. We're gonna right. have we're gonna have you know we're gonna have shit cleaning the house soon. We need be flush. like the Jetsons when that little Rosie is that her name was yeah. her name right? Yeah. Go around, Rosie, clean this shit up. Rosie, flush that toilet. Flush that toilet. I I, I mustn't. I, I I can't. I can't bring myself to flushing that that mm. debris. That mm. debris out of here. I like it. I like it a lot. You know, I um, remembered since, let me see if I can find it, because it was to, it was, I think to all of us, we need to start our day off right. Damn it. Start um, the day off right. I can't find it. I think it was me, you, and Sean. I sent it to. I thought I said something to us before, like, holy smoke. Where's it at? Again, this is where we talk about being, oh, you know why? I'm not looking at the right place. That's what, you know, you think you think you do it. I'll, I'll, I'll find it at some point. Um, and I don't know why you did, you put the face out that was sad. And maybe because of the way the guy had to do it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Was that, why were you, why were you sad, Jimmy? You know what? Let me look that up. Because I know, I know what you're talking about. And my reaction was, oh. Yeah, I I, I, and my reaction was not sad. My reaction was, holy shit. Did you feel like shit? Did you feel like a terrible person sending it? No, I didn't. I I found it. I still Um, liked it. (laughs) Oh, yes, the the, the bather. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't with that. Why were you fad? Were you sad? Well, because it, it could be two ways. Okay, I'm I'm listening. It, 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 it's so the the poverty is so extreme that that's all they can do. No, I don't think that's true. You think he did it for pleasure? 
No, I just think he didn't know the difference. <laughs> it's even worse. <laughs> I think he didn't know because, and, and this is what I think about, oh, like here, here, here's what I'm thinking. Um, back in Death Valley days. Uh, Bisbee, back to Bisbee, yeah. Bisbee, they didn't, um, they didn't do that. They just, you know, we're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, I'm definitely going to get more into the routines. Oh, you're, you're pulling up. Here we go. Uh, right. I pulled it up already. And All then right, I'll pull the up. next one. All right, here we go. So whenever it's really hot out and you really need to, you know, get cleaned up and take a shower, you got nowhere to go. You've always got. You've even got sound. You got the cow peeing on you if you want to get cleaned up ever. Oh, God. <laughs> Jimmy's face. Um, what part of you think that that's okay? Oh, there we go. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's a bull. It's a bull. It's not like the bull looked over at the end. Like, oh god! Like, look at look at the very end when the bull looks over. Like, ready? Did I give you what you needed? That's what he did. He's <laughs> actually looking for a tip, <laughs> like a uh, billboy concierge. <laughs> the show just gone too far. Goodbye. See you, Blaine. That's all it took. <laughs> that's all it took. <laughs> um. And then, oh, the, you got the glory hole one over there. That one made me laugh. That one's pretty good. Um, all right, I'll, I'll bring that one up. Because Blaine probably will come back after this one. Glory hole right next to the settling. Oh, dude, I thought that was you talking because it started to play over here. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I thought it sounded like your Thurston Howell. Oh, geez. It did, but it wasn't. It was. It was this. We got to get all this out before um, Nina comes. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, here we go. This one makes me laugh. Oh, That would be a better way. Cake frosting on your walls. Martha, you clumsy slut, you bang the table into the wall. But luckily, thanks to the liquid drywall, we don't have to sell the house anymore. Thanks to the fast and easy. That's, ah. our, new, that's our new sponsor right there. That's our new sponsor. And then yes. um, and then the, the product placement on the last one. Um, yeah. Product placement on the last one is this one here. I love that. Whoever placed the coupon on this brilliant is brilliant. Brilliant. So you don't know Thomas's they're called pick me ups and they put the coupon right in the middle. <laughs> that selling. right there, that dude deserves a freaking raise. Well, that, yeah, that's selling it though. Uh, what do you need? Need some pick me ups? Nah, we'll go, go down to the store. Give me some fuck me ups. <laughs> That'll take care exactly, of it. Blaine. If, if it worked that easy, I'm buying five cans right now. 
Right? And yes, I do want to try it. Oh, yeah. You have to. I want to put a hole in the wall right now. Yeah. And try it. Yeah. Because I don't, I quit using uh, like plaster and all that. I went right to drywall compound now when I do, when I have to fill a hole or something like that. And I'll tell you what, it works like a champ. Champ. Like a champ. Those little tricks that, you know, little tricks. Where'd you learn that trick? Did you do it on your own or did you find a YouTube or a TikTok? Um, my own, because I figured, you know, it, it dries quicker and it's easier to sand. Okay. And so, I mean, I'm not, we're not talking big gaping holes. Right. We're talking here. But then I, well, I started using them on nail holes when I do like my baseboards and window trim. Yeah. Window molding. So it's just that little nail hole. And I'm like, why do I want to put plaster on there and have to sand it, chisel it basically to get it smooth? It's like a little drywall compound and dry super quick. Sands like a, sands so quickly, smoothly. Mm. It is my go-to. In fact, when I moved the electrical switch from the middle of the wall down to the bottom, that's when I did the old patch and did it the same way. Like a dream, baby. Like it. You know, I just thought of something. Blaine was leaving on peace stuff, and this is a guy that used to uh, send us pictures of his of his of his logs. To <laughs> see this one, looks like my arm. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Now, you know, we used to do uh, the Monday morning mashups. Yeah. And where did they go? There haven't been a lot of quality ones out, even when we weren't, couldn't do them. But I found this, uh, this cover. I don't know if, uh, if I think you would dig it. Well, we're on YouTube now, so we can play a little more of that shit. We can actually enjoy yeah. these kind of things again, Roy. And see, uh, Art, he said he used it on the edge of shells, hides the edge good. Yes, absolutely. Here we go. Share audio. I like saying it out loud. It's like it's like trying not to say your password when you type it in. All right, here we I go. saw a guy on um, TikTok mm-hmm. that made a floating shelf. Right. It was genius. Oh, I know. I, I love TikTok for that stuff. I'm like, you're talking. Give me the information in a minute. Right Screw. to it. Screw these YouTube videos with 10 minutes of, you know, one day I was sitting there while my father was dying of cancer and I lost an arm going, well, here's the purpose of life. And then I realized I can open a salt shaker by myself. So this guy gets the block, just a block, you know, maybe a, whatever he wants to make it out of, maybe a, you know, a, I don't know, four by six, I don't know, just to make it the size you want the shelf. Doesn't matter. Right. And then you turn it on its side, the, f- the flat side, you know, the part's going against the wall. Mm-hmm. And he drills four holes in it. Okay. Pretty simple, right? Let's get into it, yeah. Okay. Um, and then he puts it on a table saw and rips it about, you know, depending on the size of the wood, it depends on how far you want to go back, rips it about so long. Okay. So now he's got a piece of wood with holes in it. You got another piece of wood a little block with holes in it and another piece of wood with holes going through it. Then he glues some dowels into the holes on the piece that are going against the wall, mm-hmm. screws it on the wall. gets the other piece done. Strong as shit. Done deal. Dude. I'm like, you know how easy that is? Yeah. And, and, and you found that out in a, in a minute or under right now. The thing is when you do it, you're going to have to be really careful when you rip it, you want to make sure your blade's sharp because you could always chip and that kind of stuff. But you do it most table saws, you can do it and then just clean up the ends a little bit. And then if you ever want to pull it off the wall to do whatever, you just pull it and the base is on there and you have it in your hand, clean it up, do whatever, boom, put it back up. 
Yeah, nice. It's basically a, a, a reversed out cleat going on right there. Beautiful. All right, Jimmy, Beautiful. let's see it. All right, this here I ran across it is uh, the Foo Fighters, and uh, who, who doesn't enjoy Dave Grohl? What a what a lovable, regular kind of guy. Well, uh, ran across an interview with him, and they covered. There was a Bee Gees documentary came out on uh, HBO a couple months ago. It's really good too, and he saw it and said, "Well, we should cover this song." So uh, I'm play a little clip of uh, the Bee Gees doing the the uh, the Foo Fighters. There you go. The Safer Sessions. You know what? I like it. I enjoy it. I had to listen to it for a little bit to see if I did because I didn't want to just like whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down. Nice take on it. Something yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I told Art with his band, his speed metal band. Cover the cover Barry Manilow in that genre. And Art would not be in Spring, Texas packing his putt. He'd be rich and I'd be the manager. What is he doing in Spring, Texas? Packing his putt, I believe. Oh, okay. I was just checking to make but sure. But he's, uh, he's on the clock. All right. I get it. I yeah. understand. On the clock pad, uh, putt packing is, uh, you know, not a lot of those jobs out there. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but see, I, I, it was money. It was money right there. No, I, I, I'm in. Um, I did see um, Trucker Matt. Post a video mm-hmm. that um, I don't know. Did you see the guy staying on the wrong side of the road too long? Did not. Did you see what he posted? No, we'll stop it. Did because not. this is a song we need to find for you. Moi? Yeah, I can see you playing this on repeat over and over and over again. Now, Art, we can still do this, buddy. String that guitar. All right, what do we got here, Roy? Sorry, cat was scratching on something. There you go. All right, here we go. Did I do the sound, I hope? Yes. You hear the sound? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, sons of bitches. Get out of the, get in the right lane, you stupid son of bitch. Irritating. I saw that and I went, Jimmy would play that on like repeat. One a bumper sticker. And the, in the, there was no one to the right. I know. But see, that's a, that's even the most irritating part. There was you're no one there, on the right and, side. And you're oblivious to the fact that you're supposed to be over here. 
You're supposed to be over here. You have no reason to be here. I like being in the fast lane and someone comes out of the middle lane into the fast lane for no reason. I understand you need to get around somebody. And if you use, and you know my rule, if you use your turn signal, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to give you a little pass on that. So yeah, let's do this together, buddy. Me and you. Yeah. But when they just turn signal, come in and there was no reason for them to go in that lane except to be just as slow. Man, I uh, pick that steering wheel up and just freaking throw it. I want to hit somebody. Like in the hit face. Somebody, hit somebody super hard. Well, I want to hit him. I want to hit him in the face. Right in the face. Punch him right in the dick. Of course, I would go with uh, today's national everything you think is wrong day. Yeah. Go right up in there. I'm kind of I'm kind of not happy. Um with what, right? Well, because I missed a holiday last week that oh, could have really no. helped me. Oh no. What did we miss? Oh, I could have helped me with the duck. Oh, even worse. Yeah, I could have went to saw people and say, "Hey, did you know what this? You know, it been been would have been nice for me to show up and say, "Hey, did you know that I knew that you know that I knew?" Oh, uh, it's one of those. Yes, but no, Reddit yeah. be a dumbass. <laughs> What'd you miss? I missed it was dental assistance day and dental assistance week. Oh, man. I could have went You're and saw done. all my clients who are dental people and said, look, You're happy done. dental assistance day. You're done. Pack it up, buddy. That yeah. was your, that was your move. You, that, good thing you started making furniture. Uh, Here's your fallback. But I could go to all my plumbers this week because it's national fix a leak week. I thought it was crack week. So <clears throat> take a leak. Yeah, I think uh, no fix a leak. Fix a leak. Gotcha. Yeah, which the guy who was washing his hair in the in the bull piss wouldn't have been very happy with. Well, he would definitely need plumbing. Mm. If that okay. guy, if anybody needs national plumber anything, <laughs> it'd be uh, two cows in a cup with this guy. Oh, you know what? I never saw that video. I saw the first few seconds of it. Did you really? Yes. No idea what it was. It was almost like, a, <laughs> you know, you basically get Rick rolled when someone sends you a link. Here, do you got to check this out? It's hilarious. And you're looking at it like, huh? And then as soon as you go, oh, you get, just put your, just ready to pl- unplug everything. I, one of the funniest basically, ones. I got the laptop and slam it down. One of the funniest ones I ever saw was when David Liu showed it to his dad. <laughs> you remember that? Yes, I do. <laughs> that was one of the funniest videos I have ever seen. Yes, no, that's right. No. <laughs> no. Hilarious. Tell me it isn't so. Ah, God, it was funny. Tell me it isn't so. You know what we should do right now, right? What? We should take our break now because we got Nina coming in at eight. We're going to take a 12 minute break? No, no. <laughs> I'm talking like eight minutes or so. But she well, comes in. I'm going to take a nap. Oh, I see. Well, no, I don't need, need a nap. Right I'm now. wide awake, ready to go. Let's do this. At a boy. Yeah. At a baby. Yeah, we'll take a break and uh, we'll have Nina in at eight. And I think that would be just lovely. Just de- well, hello. Watch Jeez. this. We're gonna we're gonna have some music because we can. That's the How many people we have watching now? Enough. Oh, we're up to three or four right now. Yeah. <laughs> but they're coming in. It's Roy and Jimmy in the morning. It is 749. We're coming back with our guest, Nina Yatsik. Go walk around. Fart. Do what you got to do.
Yeah, do that before she comes. Please. Yeah. I found a picture of you. And Jimmy in the morning, 7.55 on your specific time right there. Roy and Jimmy in the morning. You're still on mute, Roy. I know I wasn't talking yet. Look at you, Mr. Not Talk Over. I was I was chewing uh, breakfast. Chewing breakfast? I want to get all my chewing done before Nina gets here. Yeah, because, you know, mouth noises. Let me see if I, where was it 7.55. She's not coming yet. Hold on. Hey. <laughs> cannonball <laughs> cannonball is chew that chew that up will you can you hear the chew oh dude we we so can hear the chew all five of us mm. can hear the chew national shoe the world day and then my favorite national napping day hmm. the day after daylight savings day that is today whatever just get up and quit bitching. So you, you don't mind? No, you know why I say that? Because it's true confessions day, and I confess that it drives me up a fucking wall. What, the, the, the daylight savings or people's opinions on it? Oh, my God, everyone's just bitching about it all the time. Well, we're not as sophisticated as you, Mr. Roy. No, it's not sophisticated. Yeah, it's just like, get up. Bullshit. You think you're better than me? God. Matter of fact, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no, I don't. <laughs> I just don't. Um, I just don't get the whole. Oh, you took an hour away. Now you still went to bed at ten. You got up at seven. Now, see, I don't bitch because I got. I lost an hour, gained an hour. I don't really care about that. That uh, that doesn't affect my life at all. It's just a. Uh, it, it it just. I'd rather it just be one thing. Yeah, no, I I agree. And and why why can't it be one thing? Oh, whoa, whoa, Jimmy, sir. I recall Are we us all voting on that. Yes. And it passed. It did. What happened? Well, you know, right now that you mentioned that, it, <laughs> now that you have mentioned that, is they uh, were allowed to, but it still has to be voted through Congress. And then it's got to be, you have to have a good reason. So us wanting it as a majority... Doesn't matter. The reason is Mountain Time don't do it. Now, like Arizona, they 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 got a pass on it. They got an easy pass because of the heat. You know, in the summertime, blah, blah, blah. They said, okay, fine. Hawaii got it. They don't do it because they're so close to the time change. You know what I mean? The, the what do you call it? The equator and all that bullshit. Yeah, all that, all that, all that bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, that window is too small. Ah. They say. Uh, Why do it when we're not, it, it, you know, like for us, it's a, what, an hour or two of extra daylight or less daylight. Hawaii, they're at like 15 minutes, maybe, is how they put it. So, yeah, we'll never get it. We'll never get it. Now, you know, it was optional. And then somewhere in the 60s, they said, let's just make this for real. Right. 
And, you know, so it, it may not be March 15th with all the time changes and everything since the 60s. It might be April 23rd. We never know. No, because well, we have. this hour swapping. No. It might be even 2022 right now. It might be 1979 still. We don't know. As far know. as we know. As far as we know. I don't know. As far as we know, this is not the deal. I uh, got to tell you. Please tell us. No, I don't. I got to tell shit. <laughs> I, I ain't tell you nothing. <laughs> I want to talk about it. Um, I just, just leave it, leave it, leave it alone. Well, you would think that'd be the easiest move. Yes. Leave it alone. Let us be. We got this. But, but and, here's and, the other side of that. What's the other side, Roy? Um, you know, we're always talking about why we want to change the way things have always been. Right. And this is the way it's pretty much always been for us, you know, us growing up. So why do we want to jack with that? So now we're kind of like saying, I don't want to change anything except for I want to change. See, I just want to be that get off my yard, get off of my lawn guy. Uh, I get Roy his 1972 Ford Torino and just stay off of his yard. Get Get off his lawn. I'll go over there and go over to the the gang member's house. And even without the tree, get off of his yard. I don't know. I don't get it. I, uh, that's what Roy was saying when the tree came down, get off of my yard. Man, I Does it say yard or lawn? Get off my lawn. lawn I never I saw think. the movie. I think it's lawn. So you never saw Gran Torino? No. Oh, wow. It's pretty good. I, I You know, I, I got the gist of it, and I figured yeah. it's too far of seeing Jimmy in the future. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes you don't want to see yourself in the future. You know, we were watching a, I don't know, I think it was maybe a Geico commercial, which is ironic. You, you tuned in a Geico commercial. But it was ironic. We were talking about the get off my yard, the tree off the thing. Yeah, um, they're at a, they're at a barbecue and a tree falls down in a house and squashes cars. Right, and I went, oh, and I felt like saying, oh, we don't have farmers because they're like, dun 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 dun. We covered it. We, we covered no, it. No, 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 no. No, matter of fact, I gotta re- I gotta I gotta do a little bit of this work today. Turning all the extra rental bills I received. Did, try, to get, try to get some try to get some money back. Yeah, absolutely. Cha-ching that thing. Pay like $1,000 out of pocket almost for rentals. Sons of bitches. Come on, you got you got rims you got to buy. Son of a bitch. No, I'm not. You know how that's working. I'm not buying those. Kind of kind of doing a take them, hanging on to it, selling, and then getting the money. No, for sure. For sure. Oh, and here's the deal. While I was over there. Yes. Um, and it appears they won't work. But he said, um, he goes, you know what? Because he had the front end all done with gas charge shocks and the back shocks and it was a z71 right and he's like you want the coilovers i'll sell you the coilovers off the z71 and the rear shocks um for 200 bucks jesus christ this guy has no idea what he has so i'm looking it up and apparently it's like 2011 to 7 no to 18 Mm -hmm. and then in 2019 20 it changed so you're in the window I, I, I got a 17, but I'm oh. still digging into it because if I put those, you know, those Z71 coilovers and the shocks in the back, mm-hmm. that'd be really nice. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. And, uh, well, you know, you sell those you know, those stock rims. For some reason, people think stock rims are gold. Oh, yeah. they Yeah, they're crazy. They're not. I saw them as high as like $950. Well, you know, I uh, I did it on my... Uh, one of my uh, yellow trucks, I upgraded the rims and tires all the same. Uh, t- pure takeoffs. So I think it was like 700 bucks. 
Yeah. But, you know, that's brand new tires, rims, the whole thing. Now you can't touch shit around here for like 1100 1500 You're just like, come on, they're stock rims. Knock it off. And then I wasn't sure I wanted to keep them. And they said, you know what? If you don't, if you put them on, don't like them, just sell them. Oh, and, shit. you know, you give us, you give us 500 what we said we wanted for them, whatever you get over that, just keep it. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I couldn't do that. I'd be like, this is what I sold it from. You know, you wanted, then we'll split the difference or something. I mm-hmm. just couldn't just say, keep the rest. I just didn't feel right about it. But then he comes over and goes, yeah, I got these Z71 coilovers and rear shocks. You want them? <gasps> Maybe. Yeah. So you don't find those people, right? And as much as you're trying to be the nice guy, you know, you still can't look a, a gift horse in the mouth. Well, and here's, here's the reason that. Let's have it. Let's have it. That we ended up with patio furniture. Oh, now we're. Is this six degrees? We're, we're in the patio furniture? Okay. Because we went over to pick up the wheels. Right. And then we sat in the backyard there for a while. And they got a badass backyard. It's not real big, but it's set up. It's got like a spa in it, but it's the one that's like five feet deep in one spot. It's pretty big. Right, it's right. It's got rocks and waterfalls. And it, it's just really beautiful, the backyard, the way Pimp, it's set up. Pimped up shit. So they were putting together some heaters, you know, the stand-up heaters. Mm-hmm. You put their backyard with the tubes in the middle that right. the fire goes in. You know, have you seen those? Like they do them at, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? They're like okay. an outdoor fancy restaurant kind of. Right, right. So they're putting those together and we're like, well, what happened to your other heaters? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, you, well, what happens is sometimes the wind blows through and it's it's got um, the pilot will blow out. Right. But it's the it's the other one with the thing on the bottom, the normal looking one without right, the right. fire in the middle. And we're like, wow. And they're like, well, you want them? You can come pick it up. Well, we already had the back full of tires. We already had the back of the truck full of tires. I couldn't do that. Jesus. So we got to go back and get it. So then when we're going to have a heater in the backyard, Don's like, well, you know, we should probably get some furniture, which I agree with. And we ended up with furniture. So now that was the wheels might turn into coilovers. And? Turned into a heater. It turned into a I, turned into patio these, set. These are best friends for life you just met. And I sent... Julie, a picture mm-hmm. and of the back loaded up with all the patio shit. Right, I took a picture of it and just said, "Damn you!" <laughs> I got a truck. I can I can use friends like that, Roy. <laughs> and, and and her thing is, she uses it for um, that's like her home office. Right. You know, it doesn't rain here a lot, but she'll sit out there in the back patio with the you know and. That's where she works is we work from home. And she writes back, it's cheaper than cheaper than buying an office. Well, there you go. The money so I it. There it is. I just sent that to her and said, damn you. <laughs> oh, that's definitely back. <laughs> damn you. Well, you know what we have, Roy? What do we have? We have in a green room, the Roy and Jimmy <gasps> in the morning green room. The green room we, is we a green in there. We have our guests. We can do we can do the Roy and Jimmy green screen room. But welcome to the show, everybody. Nina Yassin. Nina! What's up? Hi, guys. How are you? Look at her with her pro setup right there. Courtesy of Drew. (laughs) (laughs) The man hooked you up. Good morning, Nina. Good morning. And how are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We're doing fine. You're a busy gal. So happy we got a nice little slice of you today. Yeah, it's good to see you guys. I see, uh, Roy, that we are matching in color. <laughs> I got the memo. 
Yeah, the <laughs> green memo. <laughs> the green memo from the green room you were just in. <laughs> I got yeah. it. We're a little early. It's not St. Patrick's Day till Wednesday. Close enough. <laughs> Close enough. All right. All right. I right. get it. St. Patrick's Day. So um, those that don't know, and we talked about it before, and we've talked about it all the way through the show, um, Nina is the director on the movie we're in, and we're l- love to have her here. She's like our favorite person. We're not a big fan of Drew at all. Um, Please. <laughs> he's, pro- he's probably... Every time I do this, I'm afraid he's going to listen and yell, but I don't care. Last time we did this, he called you. <laughs> and it was Oh, he for, did. And it wasn't for this reason, but no. it was very coincidental. Because we're yeah, going to oh shit, we're out of the movie. Yeah, I, t- I talked shit about <laughs> Drew. And just playing, because, you know, I, I love you guys, but um, I was just playing with him. And all of a sudden, right, like right almost after it got, I got a phone call. It says, uh, call me back. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I dude <doed> it now. <laughs> and I call him back. And of course, you call him back. He doesn't answer. Then he calls mm-hmm. you back. And then he says, I'm going to call you right back. And then he doesn't call you back. I'll call you at two. No phone call. Next day, calls me. I'm like, hey, man, what's what's going on? Oh, you know, this is what I want to do. Ah, okay. No problem. <laughs> four, days of, four days of sweating it out. Going, oh, right. we because he said I think it was our last guest. He says here's a, here's someone from the movie, and then five minutes for the show. Don't talk about the movie. Like oh, all right, Drew, we got this. So, anyways, Nina is proof, you guys. Yes, of all this movie talk we've been talking, <laughs> that it's actually a thing. We're not just yeah, boasting and bragging. <laughs> these aren't these aren't uh, internet these aren't internet muscles. We're doing this shit, and Nina is our director. And it's nice to see you without being in downtown L.A. Um, you know, and having a mask on, and having right. a mask on, and doing all that fun stuff. So, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. See you guys do your thing. We're we're doing that thing. We're doing that thing. <laughs> Monday and Tuesdays, <laughs> seven to nine. We're over on this, and we got our we got our, our, our what is it? The schedule. So we're actually have a uh, call dates. I believe now and mm-hmm. tentative call day. I mean, it's just getting real now. Very well, excited. Well, well, when did we get that one? You filled it in. Oh, okay. You did. No, I you thought get- there was an updated to say what was going on exactly when. Oh, I see. I thought such as you meant. I went, oh, maybe I did piss off Drew. <laughs> We're off the call <laughs> sheets now. Well, we told Nina we have our, our replacements would be Jeff Goldblum and uh, Paul Giamatti. Yeah. So when this movie goes big budget, we'll just be consultants now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely so, great. <laughs> I like how you didn't like Paul Giamatti. Whatever. Going to write Roy right out of this shit. So, um, so, so how did you how did you get hooked up with a movie? I know you did. Um, you were involved with. Um, I can never say it. Circus of Soleil. Mm-hmm. You did that years ago, or not that long ago? But I mean, you did that before. And then, how did you get in the directing side? Or what did you do with? Circus de Soleil. What, how did what 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 brought you to this path? <laughs> yeah, um, so I have a background in performing. First, I went into the traditional college route of performing, which is a mix of contemporary theater, Shakespeare, some musical theater, and then along the way, found this love for physical theater, and I actually ended up going to a school in Northern California called. Del Arte International School of Physical Theater. And I studied clown, um, Commedia Del Arte, which is uh, mask work, 
and pantomime, um, melodrama, just physical comedy, slapstick, all of that. And the kind of given of a route from that would be to go towards Cirque du Soleil. And that was my dream for a long time. <clears throat> and it happened very quickly right after art school, which was unexpected. Um, and I, I actually, you know, on a whim applied to to this gig in, in casting, believe it or not. And I it was a shorter term contract and I got it and I started there. And I, in between contracts with Cirque, would perform here and there in Vegas. But a lot of my background uh, came from, from casting early on. And there's a kind of a, a stipulation in the, the clown world, if you will, because I, I fell in love with, with Red Nose Clown and, and, and just the vulnerability and the honesty in that sort of comedy. Um, laughing at your shortcomings, what, what makes you vulnerable to other people. That's us. We got guys in your own clown. We, we know this one. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. And so I, there's a stipulation that, you know, around the age of 35 is when you start to mature into like what a clown can be uh, versus the, the Hollywood persona is around the age of 25, you know, 30, you're getting old. So it's backwards. Um, and I, I found this this neat little niche in in learning so much about the industry and casting, and uh, working to hire all these different artists. That I, the more and more I went through it, the more and more I thought, you know, I really, I, I think that directing is this this path that I want to really take a knack at, you know, and, and try. And that's how I ended up saying I want to direct one day. And then the pandemic hit. Long story short, and film was a medium that was still going. And uh, I met Drew, started working with him more as a assistant director, mm-hmm. and then he decided he wanted to pass the torch. So here nice. we are. <laughs> that, here, here we are. You know what's cool about I think what you said. I didn't realize how much they married together, because as a director, you have a vision of what something's going to be. Obviously, I mean it's your you know the story and you need to change it, make that happen. But it kind of relates a little bit to you said the mature clown and stuff because you're figuring yourself out. So you're kind of figuring a story out the same way. So I could see how they're artistically kind of tied, how one led you to the other. Yeah, absolutely. And when I was studying at uh, Del Arte International, that school is very unique because you're creating your own work from scratch. You know, as you, I'm sure you guys are familiar with in comedy, um, and so you're working as an ensemble. That's that's a big thing about the school is everything is done in ensemble. So you wear many, many hats. You know, you're wearing a writer's hat, a director's hat, an actor's hat. And depending on what piece and what group that you just happen to be working with at the time, you know, you'll pull to different strengths within the group. So it wasn't uh, completely you know, I would say new to me to step into directing pieces uh, anyway, but to just be the director on a feature film is, it's an amazing challenge. And I'm just excited that it's, it's kind of come through, especially during this crazy time <laughs> that we're so all with. All, uh, it, it, I love these kind of stories because you, you start out doing one thing and then the other thing kind of comes in and all of a sudden you're a director. You know, and so when you started, and I love when you said clown world, that made me laugh 
but you know, and it, I'm not making fun of it. I just, people don't understand the intricacies involved in anything anybody does. So when you try to go in, in depth, like, you know, the clown world, you're like, no shit, really? Okay. It, it really brings you in, but you see one thing and then it leads to another, like me and Roy, we started doing the standup. All of a sudden we have a radio show. You know, and mm-hmm. that wasn't the goal. Let me start doing stand up so I can have, a, so we can interview Nina March 15th, 2021. You know, it's just that how that goal goes that way. We were extras in movies. Um, what was it, Roy? God, 20 something years ago. Yeah. A friend of mine was the, had a place where they're doing a location shoot and they said, you want to be an extra? And we're like, sure, we'll do an extra. And I see, you see all the behind the scenes stuff. And I figured I would be a dynamite assistant director because the guy we had sucked and I kept correcting him. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. But then, you, so now when you watch the movies, you go, okay, there's no consistency there. That's out of place. They didn't cross at the right time. You know, it gets fascinating when you get inside uh, instead of in front of the camera. Sometimes it's, easy, it's even more fun to go behind it and, uh, yeah. and go, oh, okay, that's how that, okay, I can make that happen. That's how that works. Are you, Absolutely. are you enjoying that part of it so far? I mean, is it, I know there's a lot involved that we don't see um that you have to deal with and you get to deal with drew too i mean there's that but um i mean are you (laughs) jimmy i mean are you enjoying that part is it is a lot more than you expected is it less is it there's different parts that you didn't understand he would that you would be involved in than you are or what do you think is it something you want to do more of after drew burns you out yeah i definitely think i want to do more of it for sure um for me I'm a storyteller. Like that's, that's what I love to do. That's what I went to school for. And directing is its own form of, of storytelling for sure. So the, what, what I love is that Drew said, okay, here's the script. And then I went, how much room do I have to play with this? And he's like, go ahead. And I got to talk to him. I read his books. We sat down with the script and what he was trying to portray in the scenes and as wearing a little director hat, I said, okay, well, if, if we're trying to tell this story this way, uh, let's, you, you know, let's sit down, let's talk and let's kind of chop up, chop it up script and see, see what we can do to really make that, that vision come across. Because I think sometimes that when you're writing from one perspective, it's harder to see the other characters' perspectives in the scene. And that's something since a young age that always just was driven to was how do you balance and tell everyone's story? You know, even if it's coming from a certain character's perspective. So that's been such a, a joy for me. It's like I sit down and I get lost for hours just trying to give each character their due diligence and and learning, you know, learning them but creating this world for them that has all these dynamics and balances and pushes and pulls. And, you know, I love, love that stuff. And that comes back, I think, to, to physical comedy, to that, that clown world of you have these two different dynamics of characters. You know, if you're working like with the red and the white clown um, and you're, you're trying to figure out their personalities, you're trying to figure out how to put stakes in the situation Right. Uh, where their comedic beats are, and it's no, it's no different with the script. Besides that, it's it's not necessarily a comedy per se. <laughs> right, right. You're doing the same. You're st- telling a story, and you're getting uh, a visceral connection, but also hopefully sympathetic and an empathetic connection to the characters. And this story is 
is no joke. As you <laughs> it is not. Well, you know, it, it, it you're in plus the, you, you feel good because you're helping someone tell their story the way they want it to be seen or heard. Uh, it's like when we do, me and Roy, we do stand up and we do it uh, together. So we're very familiar with what we do. And so Roy can help me with a bit and say, you know, if you use this word instead of that word, you're going to have more of an impact or, or less words to get to the point. And with comedy, you got to hit it. And I can see the the same with you reading Drew's story, because I, I can understand him being buried in this thing, trying to say the story. And you've got everything to say. And you need somebody like you to get to the point. Let's get your point made. Now let's get how we get to that point. And, uh, you know, and entertaining, of course, at the same time. Jimmy, we didn't even realize we're directors. Oh, dude, we got this shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Nina, you know, we're playing. We wouldn't want. Yeah, we would not want to do what you're doing. No, no, we would not want to. I mean, it would be it would be crazy. You could think about, oh, I could no to do what you do and try to pull it out and and be involved. And I know parts of the script that we did on some calls that we know that you changed. Um, I think we did. We talked one time about how you changed a couple things, and it really made sense. And it's something that I may not have noticed, but you're viewing the time we talked about you were viewing from um, getting the story out, but also from a certain demographic watching and saying, okay, if this demographic watch it, we want to make it enjoyable for everybody. So we're going to have to do this and move this and change this to make sure everyone can see it to where half of the people are like, nah, I'm done. This guy, you know, I don't want to watch it. So that's hard. And um, I just want to say early on in the interview we're talking to, um, Jimmy and I, we love you. And when you go to do way, when you keep con- going up the ladder and doing big things, don't forget Roy and Jimmy in the morning, Monday and Tuesday, seven to nine. But other than that, <laughs> <laughs> but you make it easy to work with. Um, it, we've, you know, we've had to do some different things and shoots and it's just when it needs to be serious, it's serious and you make it light. And, and we enjoy that because we're a bunch of goofs. I mean, we really are, but to kind of harness that is a lot of fun. And um, I think what you're doing is actually amazing because things you have changed, I wouldn't have, I never would have noticed. But when someone is, has that talent to see that, it's pretty cool when you like, whoa, that's neat. So I, I, um, I, li- I like that she has the talent not to cut us. Yeah, uh, that's what we like to. <laughs> that's my favorite part. Oh, no, you guys are still good. Oh, good. Yeah, forget that guy. <laughs> We're okay. You know, it's, it's actually been fun. It's actually been fun. But you know what the key is, Nina, is the the reply on the emails, the communication skills. Oh, yeah. Can't forget to reply to those emails. <laughs> you have to. You have to. That is the, the most important part. Well, you also do, you're not only doing this. Like uh, I texted you yesterday and you were teaching. Plus, you're also in a role. You're also doing a role right now. Um, it, it's something I, I, I stalked you. I had to find pictures of you, and I said, "Oh, oh, oh!" I, I feel bad when I stalk people, but I'm like, "Okay, here's the picture I found." She's like, "Oh, hell no, not this one." But you know, you're teaching, you're still acting, you're doing this all concurrently, and also putting the director's hat on. So you know, this little slice of the morning. I know is the morning's not good for you with all the stuff you do. It really depends. It's just getting in a cycle, you know, because yeah. if you're filming or or whatnot, and you have five, six AM call times, then you get used to it. So well, when we really find we finally it. roll. We're gonna we're gonna be on to that. We're gonna be on to that yeah. roll. We'll do those you know, 12, 13 hour days. 
So do you think that directing is, and it's hard to say end goal, like that's where you want to end up or do you want to continue doing all the rest of it or is a little bit of all? I mean, I, I know you can do both, but maybe when you were doing, going through um, um, your, the, the school of physical theater, what was your idea then? Was it going to stop at one point or did you have directing your mind at that point? Or is it something you found out you were that led you there or is there another thing higher? Yeah, that's a good question. I, so, I mean, I would say that, so you got me a little tongue tied. It's a hard question to answer because the part of me is like, yes, I know. And the other part of me is like every year something new gets thrown at me, you know, in the industry. Um, I, I love performing. That will always be the thing that got me here. Uh, I would love to keep continuing as a performer. I don't see myself ever, ever dropping that aspect of it. I think the older that I get, uh, the more that clown, you know, it's in the back of my head and it's, oh, you're, you're maturing, you're maturing. Uh, it takes a long time as I know you guys, you guys are, you know, well-versed in uh, learning comedy. You know, it's, I. Some, some may I, disagree with you, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> some. You know, one minute of comedy takes how many hundreds of hours to perfect. Yeah. Um, and that to me is just, I mean, it's it, you know, it's one thing that gets us through, through life. So I don't ever see myself not being a performer in those regards, but absolutely um, directing it. Even when I was young, like a teenager, directing was something that was always in the back of my mind. And I would find moments when I was training and things like that. that I'm like, Should I direct instead? You know, are my skills, where are your skill sets better? Um, and Finally, with the pandemic and making that transition for with live performance being down uh, into a directing role, it, it's kismet in a way. It feels like it fits. It makes sense. It's, it's easy in my brain. It's easy, and then it's not at the same time because directing is not an easy job. And I, but your but your brain is fine with it. You're like, okay, it's a lot to do, but I can do this. I got this. Something about it clicks. Like it doesn't feel like, oh, you spent you know ten hours working today on. Uh, on a script and figuring out these storylines and, and shots and things like that. Um, so to answer your question, I, I see myself going forward with it all. Nice. Of course. Like, of course, I mean, I could already, a little bit of me seems like, um, and this is not a bad thing at all, but you're that overachieving mentality to, I want it all. Um, I want, and it's that, I don't mean, again, I don't mean that bad. I just mean, there's, there's everything I can touch that I can make better and express myself through. Why wouldn't I type of thing? And, and that's, I could definitely see that, um, when you're passionate about so many things, why, why would you limit yourself when you can express yourself in so many different ways? So yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, you get to be, be behind the camera working all these aspects of a story and then also sometimes you want to be in front of the camera driving that story forward as a character or on right. stage. You know, but you can see me. that perspective, too. That's that's probably why you're, uh, that's why you're enjoying the directing part, because you can see you can see how you need it emulated. And you can step in front if you had to and go, here's how I need this done. 
Here's how we're trying to tell that story. And, I, and I'm, I'll take credit saying it's probably because me and Roy are such great, great cast members that you've made it very calm when we're, we're doing our stuff. You know, even you when, we're under, <laughs> you know, when we're when we're under tight deadlines and trying to get all this shit done, it's just, it, you do what we do. We're just like, hey, we'll, we'll make it happen. Just everyone take it easy. Here's what I need you to do. And you don't get tongue tied like Drew got me that one day. It's like, oh my God, we're done now. I got to go home. <laughs> that was one of my favorite words. Oh, that was funny. Yeah. That, that, was, that was my first day, too. <laughs> yes, it was your first day. <laughs> like, oh, man. Poor Jimmy. Poor, poor Jimmy. But there yeah. it is. That's that That's that other side. It wasn't like, Jimmy, really? It was yeah. like, poor Jimmy. Just leave him alone. Let him go. He's all right. Stop that was leave, funny. Let Jimmy go home. He's done now. He's done for the day. <laughs> I think anyone would have that response <laughs> to these questions. What do you... Um, a vision is kind of weird, I guess, to say, but what is your, not synopsis, but a whole idea of the movie that we're doing, that we're able to do with you? And is is it coming along the way you want? Is it, do you think that vision is coming through or do you think there's a lot of changes you need to make still? Yeah, that's, <laughs> you have like a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> Roy's got them questions right, today. He's like got this, it. like that we, we, we oh, we'll go as long as you want. I'm, I'm over here going, do you like soup? Roy's over here. What is your vision? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I think, yeah, the, I mean, this story, you guys know, it's, it's really unique because it's based off of Drew's life, right? He's written these two books, The Wheelhouse, and it, it tells a really intense and often difficult and dark story and things that he's been through. And this, if you read the books and I recommend everyone do that, uh, who's interested in the story, you, you get this, this intense perspective of Drew and the struggles and the hardships and the people in his life. And then when you read the script, it's a little different, right? Because we have these, these characters thrown in sometimes they're a combination of these, these other characters. They're, they're not just based off of one person. Um, they may be based off of a couple people. And when you're, you're not reading like a memoir or, or, a, you know, autobiographic story of someone's life, but you're, you're watching this that's somewhat factual, somewhat fictional play out, or there've been, there've been tweaks done, uh, to the actual storyline for legality purposes, uh, you know, for film purposes, then I think a big question arises is what, how do you take these characters that are coming from a, a perspective of, you know, an autobiographical sense of one perspective and make them relatable to everyone? So the, for me right now, the vision that I'm working on is one, telling his story accurately, truthfully, you know, honestly, it's about Drew evolving through his life. He's making amends with with the people in it. He's trying to figure out where he wants to go, who he wants to be. And also, you know, without spoiling it too much, there's there's something that he's not sure if he's seeing, if it's really happening. Um you could say that it's spiritual in a sense. 
and he can't quite grasp what's going on to him, where these these uh, visions, if you want to say, are coming from. And that affects his relationship with everyone around him, especially the women in his life. So it's it's telling that story, but then it's also giving depth and levels and background to everyone else that's involved because and you, you also though, you also need to go through this and somehow make it more, uh, make it also relatable to a lot of people where they can say, Oh yeah, I've, I've been through that or me too. You know, mm-hmm. uh, cause me and Roy, when we do our comedy, uh, a lot of it is you can't make up a lot of stuff. You know, the more truthful you are, the more they go, yes, exactly. Oh my, I, I can't stand when my wife does this. Everyone goes, see, that's you. You know, you, you got to bring some reality into it. Not for everybody, but at least uh, it has to pre- have that perception of it being real, not a fantasy. Especially mm-hmm. with Drew's story, I would assume, because when you first read it, you're just like, oh, come on. Wow. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm that guy. I'm the, okay, mm-hmm. come on, knock that off. Whereas Roy's going, hmm, there's something here. So you need to find that balance between me and Roy in the audience where they can have that, that relatable moments in these movies to, mm-hmm. uh, to really go, get into the story. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you bring up a good point because at the end of the film, you, you know, I want the audience to root for Drew. You may not agree with him and what he does, but mm-hmm. you want to you root for him. You want to go, okay, this guy's been through a lot and this is how he tried to figure it out. And also really uh, the end goal as well from a directorial standpoint is we may not have ever gone through what Drew has gone through, or we may have in some aspects, you know, when I say we, I mean, certainly the cast, but the viewers, the audience, we want to relate to our most difficult moments to him. Mm -hmm. We want to sympathize. We want to empathize to him and go, wow. Okay. This guy is going through this journey and he's growing and I didn't like what he did there, or I totally agree with what he did there. But we're, we're relating to him and we're it's almost like a, a form of self-therapy when you watch something like that. Yeah, you know, and it doesn't even have to be you. You can say you can say, oh, my my sister-in-law is just like that. My my mm-hmm. my brother did that. My best friend went through that. I remember this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, what yeah, makes me makes me um, like the story. Drew, Drew is kind of and you guys will see, I think maybe kind of gruff, um, very to the point. Um, opinionated, but on the other side, he makes himself very vulnerable, Mm. I think. So he is like wide open, very vulnerable to anything. And I think that's the part that attracts me to him in my mind. That's the way I see him is um, being that vulnerable and throwing it out there that much makes me, no matter how else he acts, makes me attracted to him, you know, in that sense where I'm like, all right, all right, let's hear more. Let's hear more because he's, he's opened his heart to me. And that's what I see and what draws me to the character or to drew. It's not a character. It's actually him. But I think that's, that's what does it to me because you always know where you stand, but because he's that way, he's always wide open and there's, there's like not a guard up. So he leaves himself open to all that other stuff. And that, that to me is a big part of the story that I bought into early um, and then knowing him, that's the way he is as well. So vulnerability is big to me, I think. Well, I, I think also a key, especially for this movie, is uh, we've known Drew a long time now, but Roy and Drew have a different relationship than me and Drew. 
like Drew calls Roy up anytime he wants to talk about either the movie or things. And me, it's like, eh, we got a couple things we can like dial in on. But he knows that and I know that. And it doesn't affect us. You know what I mean? And But, you know, like I said, Roy, they have their own dynamic and I have my own dynamic. And that's how he wrote us in the script, which I think is just beautiful. It's like, yes, we got this. But I do need your help on something, Nina. Mm -hmm. Drew told us before you came on board, he told us for wardrobe, dress like a DJ, like a radio host. (laughs) I'm wearing this right now. (laughs) And this is our radio. So if you can give me some wardrobe tips that would help us, because I'm not wearing that polo shirt shit again. (laughs) I can't do that. (laughs) So if you get get your researchers on there. And see what a, a radio guy looks like. Wear these days. <laughs> Just, you know, do I wear this hoodie or do I wear a different hoodie? It, it, yeah, it's uh, that one is probably yeah, the toughest part of the whole movie. Watch, I wear. <laughs> yeah, but don't wear white and don't wear a logo. I got that part. <laughs> yeah, I just like, what's a radio DJ? That, that's the hardest part of this whole movie for me. I'm like, huh. Something I, I don't know. Something new. <laughs> yeah, like something, something not tattered. You're yeah. all right. Not tattered and, you know, put some stains on it because we're morning radio. Now we're back and have a cup of coffee with stains all over it. Just go for the whole look of it. <laughs> it would be authentic, right? Right. So I know we're in a lot of the movie, and this is something that came up uh, during this conversation that I know it could take forever to get through. But I had no idea on the, in the as you said, clown world. There's a couple things you said. One was the red nose clown. So obviously there's more to everyone just sees a clown has a red nose. No, that's like a specific clown with a red nose. I heard you a white face, a black face. So there's so much more into this that people just don't see that really intrigues me. Um, Is there something like quick you can share a little bit? Because I know we could probably go forever with someone that has your knowledge on it, but I think people look by that. They go to the circus or they go to somewhere and they see a clown with a red nose. Okay, honk, honk, that's it. But there's a lot of story behind that when it's done right. Look at that picture I found. <laughs> there's clown Nina. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. How did those go? Is it, is it just like the happy and the dark and the, and the, I mean, is there all those different personas that you have to find out who you are and become that? Or do you play somebody else they want you to play? It's a good question. I, I say red nose clown just to stipulate that a nose is worn in that sort of uh, character. There are clown characters where maybe they're not wearing a nose or they have a dot of paint on their nose. Uh, but the, the way that I was introduced and approached to clown and, and how I see it is that the nose is its own mask. As if you're going back to Comedia dell'arte, you know, you're wearing you're wearing a mask yourself, you know, whether half mask, full face mask. And so when I say red nose, I mean, there's a a literal nose being worn, but it's its own, its own mask of the character. And then uh, one, you know, terminology of clowning to stipulate between the two characters the two dynamics in a duo is the red clown and the white clown. And really it's the number one and the number two. So the one that's more dominant, who's the leader, who's, you know, going to be the boss clown. And the other one is the the, the, the one that's kind of a little off. You know, it's the mm-hmm. follower. It's the submissive, if you will. 
And what really makes those dynamics funny is not only when they play out and we relate to them, but when they swap dynamics in the middle of the act and they go back and forth and uh, you know, the, the dominant clown is, is uh, ordering the, the more submissive clown. Okay. This is what you need to do when that person's kind of messing things up. And then at one point uh, the dynamic switches and all of a sudden the, the, the more submissive clown is, you know, banging the other clown over the head because they messed up and, and that creates a laugh. Um, so that's in a nutshell, you know, very small, small nutshell, brief sure. overview. Uh, it really just plays into, into dynamics uh, and personalities. Do they kind of, is that, do they kind of work like a, um, like a straight man, funny man type dynamic or, when you say one's a little more serious in charge, would he kind of be the straight man, like in a old type vaudeville act? I mean, he'd be the straight man and the funny guy's the one who's kind of the buffoon or whoever it is that gets joked on all the time. Is that kind of that or? Yeah, I think that's where it came from for sure. Okay. And then it's, it's interesting because I didn't know they switched it ever, ever. When you said through the act, they can go back and forth. I didn't know that happened. So it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they can. And I think that's where the joke lies often uh, is is in that switch between them. And, and it really packs the punch for the audience uh, But when that happens. Or if you're in, you know, a trio and you're in a one, a two and a three, the one's the more dominant, the two's in the middle and the three is, is just kind of out there. <laughs> well, it, it, yeah, it's funny you said three because while you were describing that, I was just thinking all three stooges right there. Yeah. Yeah, you got absolutely. Mo, you got Larry's in the middle, you got Curly going way off, and then when they switch around, uh, there's a few few of their shows where they do a quick switch around where like Larry's the dominant one for just a quick yeah. moment. You're just like, whoa, you do notice that. See, yeah. and I picked up all those. Like you know, I go back to Martin and Lewis, and and um, how about even if you went male female, you know, you went Burns and Gracie and and Abbott and Costello, and all these people are the straight and the other. It's just it's just kind of cool. I didn't know it was that involved, and I know it gets way deeper than that. But I really had never been aware of that. That's cool. Thank you. That's kind of neat. Yeah, to but know. when you notice that switch now, it's like, oh yeah, that one time Larry was the guy instead of Mo, and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I got it. I I got you, Nina. We got this. Yeah, that's cool. That's <laughs> like uh, I that's love like really cool. You know, she's always getting herself into something, and Ricky comes home, Lucy, what are you doing? You know. Yes, and exactly. Her- a few times when the, when they do kind of swap around to Ricky <laughs> yes. and we laugh, we laugh. And then, and then uh, Ricky gets to be very submissive at that point. You're like, Oh yeah. Ooh, that dynamic changed way too much for me. <laughs> Let me just go <laughs> passive right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. The dynamic shifts. And, and but that's, well, that's one kind of neat thing that is, wow. is by that um, you have, and probably brings to light maybe to a lot of other people listening. And, and even to me, it did is, how deep you can go in acting and comedy and clown and all the rest of them that it's just like, I'm going to go be funny or I'm going to go put on a nose or I'm going to paint my face. Watch this. And it's not, it's so much deeper than that, that you need to understand the dynamic of everything everyone does, you know, even to actors um, and, and directors in your point, because, because you understand that and you understand character and you understand all those things, you know how to portray it. That's what makes you be the director that you are um, and being able to handle a project like this, which probably isn't really easy with all the things going on in it. 
but because you have that insight, it makes you that much more strong, uh, that stronger. And, and it, it's, it's a pleasure to see work with you, but now it's even a pleasure to learn more about you to find out where it comes from. That's very cool. Thank you guys. <laughs> it's a pleasure to work well, with you well, too. well done, Roy. That was, that was nice. Yeah. I like that. This guy knows how to treat a guest. I'm telling you right there. Some sort, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we should try that one time. Yeah, well, you know, we should have like one of the next time we see Drew, all three of us together, we should go into this deep mode and just throw him way off. We'll change mm-hmm. the clown dynamic on him. Yes, just totally agree with him. Don't cut any jokes. Yes, sir. Yeah, I totally agree. Yes, sir. Where do you, you want me to look right here? Okay, gotcha. Let's you do know, this. You know what would happen? <laughs> <laughs> he would drop a couple bombs on us, like um, exciting words. That I won't go off, and he'd probably just go f ourselves or something, and just knock it off. That's the way Drew is. Well, we'll wait for the uh, tales of the wheelhouse, uh, the return of Khan for that one. <laughs> <Return>. <laughs> well, Nina, it has been a blast talking to you. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. It's been it's been lovely, and to see you guys do your thing. <laughs> this is what I we do. You on set. <laughs> this is what we do uh, while we're waiting to be movie stars. This is it. I love it. I <laughs> love it. Awesome. All right, Nina. So we will see you in a few weeks, right? April? Yeah. April 1st, I believe. Oh, there you go. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Excellent. Can't All right, happen. Nina. Thanks so much. <laughs> Have a great week. We will see you soon. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Thanks Nina. You. Take care. We'll see you soon. Excellent. Bye. All right. 844, Roy and Jimmy in the morning right here. Cool. We are going to take our last break for the day. We're wrapping it up soon. Uh, give us a call at 909 509 4063. It's Roy and Jimmy in the morning. I didn't even know I remember that still. I was wondering. <laughs> I was wondering who could do it. All right, we're coming back. on with the show. Roy and Jimmy in the morning, 847. The rain's coming down now, Roy. Let me see. Take a look. Quick weather report. The rock is wet. The rock is wet. That's your live weather update right here, Roy and Jimmy in the morning. Well, she was informative. Yes. I, I love Nina. Um, I had no she idea. She brings um, uh, validity or some um, what am I looking for? Some I think credibility. I don't know. Whatever right, well, it, it, credibility to to what we're doing. How's that? You know the bottom line is right. It's proof we're in a goddamn movie. Yeah, you guys need to listen. See, we weren't messing you, around with you guys. You knew us when. You knew us when. You like when how we, I threw in the little when you go do like big movies. Yes, because this one's going to launch her into that. Don't forget us. <laughs> don't forget us because we'll be in like every movie now. We'll be like her and Drew will be like Adam Sandler. We're going to be like the Rob Schneiders of every movie now. I'll take it. Little little piece here that's like, oh, that's the guy from the other movie. That's let that's, me try it. Let me try. It. Let me try it. Right. You can do it. See, you I can, can do, do anything you, you want me to. <laughs> Our launch from startups. Thanks, Nita, for calling in. Yeah, and proving the point that we're in a friggin' movie. Man, it was cool to learn about all she does and has done, and how she's trained. Um, that is that is just really cool. 
yeah, like I said, it, it, the, the, the hats that all these people wear that we're not worth. Oh. And uh, yeah. here we go with our live update here with uh, Tony the Storm Valdez, 54 degrees and raining in what mask, Orange County? <laughs> Tony, <laughs> you're the best, buddy. It's you raining a lot right now because the ducks are coming out. The ducks are coming out. It's duck season right there. Uh, preview for tomorrow's show. We're going to have uh, Sean and Donna with us. We got a. We're going to do a little expanded edition of the celebrity birthday game. I don't think I'll double it up. That's going to be you know three four hours. But uh, we do uh, some catch up, Tony. More now, than seven. A little more, maybe two more. Uh, I'll, I'll do nine. But you know, Tony with uh, Tony the Storm, his birthday being last week, he wanted to join in, but we couldn't go on the air Tuesday. So if he's still down, I'll see if uh, we get a, a third wheel in there. You know how fun that was when we had uh, Greg in there? Yeah. You and, uh, you and uh, Sean brought that game up. Yes, Tony. Um, yes. You do. That's, that's a given. Yes. We, we, we need to get some swag. We need to start uh, giving away pizzas again. Oh, yeah. We need a pizza sponsor. W- without the personnel. <laughs> that's too bad, too, because those were good pizzas. The, the, you know, they were good pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> Those were some damn pizzas. Of all of our radio career, Roy, you know, uh, the missing out on the pizzas uh, really and the, really hits it hard. And the ranch was delicious. Oh, my God. Don't get me started. Can't even eat that right now. But I can look at it. In fact, when I was uh, when I had to tone it down, so I'm having like a oatmeal in the morning, you know, little cottage cheese, which is fine. See, basically, here's the deal. When you have those kind of ailments, you know, a little stomach thing, you got to kind of take it easy a couple of weeks. It's easy for me because you basically you're eating single male studio apartment food. Uh, you know, I mean, you can't afford a lot, you know, so snacking on some saltines during the day. I got this. I've been there. Saltines and water. That was lunch a lot of times. So when you go back to that, so like Ariana, she's like, well, I don't want to have this. And you watch me have this. I said, no, knock yourself out. I'll live vicariously through you knowing that I'm not going to feel that feeling if I ate what you're eating. Wait, what's that thing you eat? That's what you're eating. Let me yell. Uh, I guess not. Maybe I just talked. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know what Ray's doing right there. Wait, there's a fan club? There should be. Who's going to be the president oh, of our That's what fan- it sounded like. What's that? It was a brat diet. That's what you're on. Yes, yes, the brat diet. Yes. Bread, that's the one. rice, rice, applesauce, applesauce and toast. And toast. No yes. No, no, no. It can't be bread then. Bread no. and toast? Yeah, no, it's... Brat bananas. diet. Bananas. Yes. Bananas, rice, applesauce, and toast. Jimmy's new diet. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I was on that before, and like I said, in the morning, I have my oatmeal and my banana. He's gotten that GERD thing back again. Yeah, that GERD thing came back, gave me a little thing. But it, it's not as severe. It was just like I knew it was coming again. But, you know, I was eating a lot of tomato saucy kind of stuff going, okay, this t- sounds good. Hey, look at there. Awesome. Look at look at Don with the morning bend over. Good morning. Good with, the, with, the morning, <laughs> with the morning what? Bend over. The morning bend over. Oh, sorry. There was a check on the floor. I had to figure out what it was for. I, I'll pick that up, too. It re- remind me of a, a smoking the Bandit. Nice ass. <laughs> did I really just bend my butt over in there? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> well, I got some new jeans. I yes, to- the, the key is to act natural. Oh, look at her. She's just picking that thing up right there. <laughs> <laughs> so Roy, Roy, uh, has a que- Roy has a question for you, Don. Uh-oh. We're talking about the, the old days of Bisbee, Bisbee and the Wild West. 
Oh. And Roy went to, okay. I, I always see those movies and go, well, boy, that, that, the hygiene has got to be horrendous. And oh, Roy went good. to, Roy goes, well, how'd they brush their teeth back in the day? How, oh. was, teeth, how was tooth care going uh, on? Horse, horse hair. Horse hair. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they actually put it in a piece of wood and made kind of a, in fact, one of my students did a, a couple of them did a presentation on, on the history of dentistry. And oh, they sure. had they got a hold of some, and they're like pieces of wood with horse hairs stuck into them, and that's what they use. There you go, Roy. What do they use for the for the? I feel like I should be looking at you this way, but I don't get there. Um, for the toothpaste, though, or was there toothpaste? They just used like water, or yeah, just water, or something. Just water. To, see, someone back in the day had the, the 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 brain power to go. We should probably put some bristles in here. <laughs> <laughs> Really getting well, those nooks and crannies. Uh huh. Well, at one time, didn't they use bamboo or something? They scraped yeah, their teeth they, with. Yeah, they they before that, before the horse hair, they would they would take like a stick and just fray off the end of the stick and just rub it on their teeth to get the stuff off. See, someone thought of that. Uh, see that that see that's the part of it. It's not really what they used. Is somebody thought about needing something? Oh back well, they in the used day. to they used to say that um, the decay in teeth was they thought it was worms, you know, like worms eating a piece of fruit or piece of meat oh, or something. That's they motivation. That's motivation right there. Because I, I, I've, I've, I've had parts where, you know, I've had a great steak dinner and I feel like I'm pulling half the steak out of one of my teeth. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, they dealt with that back then, too. So they if you just, told me, you know, we have told me, bits. Jimmy. If you said, Jimmy, there might be a worm in your mouth, I'd be picking up a horse tail and really getting the town <laughs> whittling, whittling my Adirondack chairs going, oh, shit, I got to get that horse bristle. What is- Do you know who made who made um, like the first like crowns and restorative kind of stuff was um, jewelers, you know, oh. working with gold? Yes. And they figured out how to make a crown on a tooth. The original pimps right there. We put a little gold inlay right there, buddy. Make you... Oh my God! Look at an inlay. Do you know the difference between an inlay and an onlay? Um, when I was younger, not getting laid. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'll leave it at that. One, one is one is going all the way. The other one's a dry hump. Am I wrong? <laughs> you got it. That's exactly what I was asking. <laughs> I'm going to leave that right there. <laughs> all right, I got to get. Love you. Get, Get get out of here, tooth history. Today's tooth history would. <laughs> it got too educational. We like educational. That's fine. So we got a. So we need a fan club. Somebody somebody needs to be president of our fan club. I think that's where we left off. We got Drew. Yeah. Wait, there's a fan club. No, we can put one together. Actually, I don't think we have to. I think the president needs to figure that out. So exactly, we need to take the heat off. Of, it's like Drew hiring Nina. We need a Nina right now. And we'll we'll give you access admin to the. To the page, so you could you know post your little shit. Social media director is what we yeah. need. So it's it's slash. It's also fan club president slash mm-hmm. social director yes. slash media. I like that. Look at that title. Look at the business card you guys are going to have right there. <laughs> Drew Brat beer, rum, apple tini, and tequila. I don't think that'll help Jimmy today. <laughs> it sure does sound good though. Yeah. <laughs> Would that I be all together more... or do you, do you just line that up, you know, just you know down the line. This one, that one, this one and boom 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 boom. Oh, look, Hit we got go. someone else now. I think that should be Ari. Oh, it's going to be Ari now. <laughs> there you she's go. Gotta, yeah, she's got to give us our uh, our missed opportunities uh, update. Yeah, I don't have no time. Ari or Lisa Sloan would be cool. There you go. There you go. Yeah, she. So there's, so there's Bailey looking around. 
<laughs> What's up, baby? And let's not forget Chunky Butt. Yeah, Again. Chunky Butt's in trouble. Oh, boy. Always. Look at that. 856. We're going to wrap it up. It's been Roy and Jimmy in the morning. Thank you, Nina Yasek, for uh, tuning in. You guys, thanks for listening, watching. We're back tomorrow morning with Sean and Donna. Celebrity birthdays. Roy and Jimmy. All kinds of fun. Thanks again. Yep. To Nina. And um, I already got a, I sent her a message. Thank you. She said it was a pleasure. She had a blast. A pleasure. Yeah. She said, we have great radio voices. She's totally jealous. Hey. Somebody hire us. Let's do uh, this. Let's do this. This is a director. Someone who's trained. Is mm. this thing on? Yo. Yo. <laughs> and Tony, if you want to be on the Celebrity Birthday Games, I'll send you the link. Let me know. We'll get you hooked up. And everyone have a great morning. It's raining in Southern California. Be careful. See y'all. Have an awesome day. Thanks for listening. Tomorrow. Hit him, baby. <laughs> <laughs>